I V M. Here's your smart fact of the day. Here's a smart fact. In the winter of 2012, Starbucks launched a social media campaign to get coffee lovers in the holiday spirit. It asked its customers to post festive messages on Twitter using the hashtag #SpreadTheCheer. The company also sponsored an ice rink at the Natural History Museum in London, which featured a giant screen to display all the tweets that included the hashtag. Everyone thought it was a smart marketing idea. Customers would generate free content for Starbucks and flood the internet with warm and fuzzy messages about the upcoming holidays and their favorite Starbucks coffee. Here's the weird thing: people started posting inappropriate messages. We can guess this, but Starbucks couldn't. It was a Saturday evening in mid-December, and everything was going fine for a while. But suddenly, hey Starbucks, pay your tax. I like buying coffee that tastes nice from a shop that pays tax, etc. Started happening. Spread the cheer. Hashtag, you know, tax dodging. You know, X Y Zs. It was a PR disaster, a PR fiasco. Something that started off as a really clever marketing system to generate, you know, wonderful awareness and demand for Starbucks was an unmitigated problem for the entire holiday season. I don't think Starbucks had a very good Christmas. So why do intelligent people make silly mistakes? This is the thing that we are going to explore today with Smarter with Sid. By the way, Smarter with Sid, you want to look at Smarter with Sid as a particular extension to the Traveling Professor's Diary because it's season two. Maybe yes, or you can look at it as the Traveling Professor upping the ante and trying to figure out how the hell do I make smart people smarter. You can of course listen to this whenever you got a ten-minute window, when when you're doing or in between tasks and all of that, or you can binge binge listen to this over the weekend. By the way, the traveling professor's diary, one fifty episodes plus there, right? And you can obviously look at season two, smarter with Sid. So let's go. Today's episode, I want to talk about something which is around why do intelligent people make silly mistakes, and it's kind of perfectly explained in. a book called meltdown wherein a guy called chris clearfield the author and his co-author i'm not even going to try and pronounce that name he talks about why all the systems that intelligent human beings like you and i uh, develop uh, fail and what we can kind of do about it right so it's a very interesting problem right why do systems fail Systems fail for a lot of reasons, right? Um, and we only learn after the fact. So it used to always be once in a while that a system failed because the world probably was less less uh, challenging. Uh, maybe a couple of decades back is all always the stuff that we think. But we used to hear about some flight crashing or something, which uh, kind of talked about an epic system failure. But today, the the stakes are up, man. If you look at uh, artificial intelligence and the way in which it is coming into everybody's lives, we'll be soon having driverless cars. We'll be soon having uh, drones, and clearly, the recipe for potential disasters because of a system that is designed, even though it may be AI, it is still designed by a human, right? The potential for a system to go kaput 
and creating huge issues for us. Now, we have already seen some aspects of this where, you know, drones have actually killed or rather robots have actually killed um, soldiers or people who have not yet in the Israel-Palestine fight right now. Or we've heard rumors about how the, a virus leaked from a particular lab in China and created havoc that all of us are experiencing even today. I'm not, you know, getting into conspiracy theories, but what I'm certainly saying is that human beings design complex systems and we don't really know when the black swan, uh, which, uh, you know, or or the problem is going to arise. The black swan, of course, is my tribute to uh, Nicholas Nassim Taleb, who essentially spoke about, you know, these kind of disaster events and their impact and why we don't prepare for disaster events and the rest of it. But the fact is that complex systems fail because we design complex systems with a lot of logic and reason, yeah. We design these with a lot of logic and reason and we test these out and we do a lot of, you know, thinking around, you know, various aspects of that system. But we use the same systems in unpredictable ways. Yeah, that's my take on it. We design it in a predictable way because we are using logical, rational thinking. And of course, you know, of course, we look at various risks that may come and scenarios that may play themselves out and stuff like that, but they're still logically driven. So we are basically using the logical, rational part of our brain, maybe, uh, you know, system two thinking, as Daniel Kahneman says, or maybe you're using a prefrontal cortex, as any uh, biologist will say, but whatever it is, we are still using our logical, rational thinking to develop systems. There's no other way around it. We should be doing it. But when human beings are using those same systems, this is what's happening in the human being's mind. A, how do I hack the system? How do I uh, cut corners and stuff like that? So people are always trying to game systems. And second thing is, people actually tend to use systems in erratic, unpredictable ways, which we have not thought through. So it seems like a catch-22 situation, isn't it? Because, you know, we are using different parts of our brain to use the same systems that we are, you know, designed with other parts of our brain. So how the hell do you design a system? How do you hell do you design a perfect system? Is it developing scenarios after scenarios, maybe identify better risk planning techniques, or maybe is it using artificial intelligence to identify scenarios that even we can't imagine? Well, there is certainly some merit to doing some rigorous planning and, and the rest of it. And I'm not against rigorous planning. I mean, come on, think about it. All across the pandemic, we were dependent on so many e-commerce companies getting their systems right and in place to deliver the stuff that we wanted to be delivered. And look at how flawlessly those systems touch wood worked. I mean, Amazon over-delivered and so did a lot of other e-commerce companies. Yeah, So I'm not knocking what is already working, right? I'm not knocking what's already working. So there is a lot of deep work that is already happening in in, uh, designing processes and systems. But this book, you you know, recommends a lot of things, goes in depth in looking at a lot of, you know, scary outcomes and stuff like that. I'm not a, I'm not a doomsday sayer, so I'm not going to get too much into the doomsday aspect of things. But what I do like about what they are saying is that how about being counterintuitive? How about being counterintuitive uh, and trying to avoid making a system so complex that it has more chances of failing? Now, this is a very interesting thought because what it's saying is human beings, okay, 
are going to are going to be prone to errors and the more complex you make a system you know a leads to b leads to c leads to d and everything needs to be what uh, we call tight coupled tight coupling with each other don't do that you know loosely couple things give uh, an ability for a little bit of leeway here and there and it could potentially avoid disaster and there are some fantastic examples in this book but i'm sure you can yourself think of examples in your own life i mean a personal anecdote is whenever i've fussed about anything uh too much and i tried to you know make it into a system or process and really tightly integrate it with everything hardly ever works but if i you know have an overall sense of direction as to where i'm going and create a system that loosely works tends to work much better now granted this is anecdotal but read the book for some hardcore evidence essentially it boils down to avoiding developing overtly complex systems especially with ai and all of that coming in yeah and introducing a little slack in it now that's that's an interesting thing to do so how do you reach a situation wherein you don't do what we call group think in similar ways and reach a system that everyone thinks is an amazing tightly coupled thing which is never going to fail the sure thing that doesn't fail and all of that by the way there's a case study called the sure thing that failed and essentially it again ignored that human beings behave in unpredictable ways i think there are two ways one is when we are looking at people and when we are you know getting people into our teams or hiring people into workplaces perhaps we what we require is a diversity of opinions people coming from the same background the same sort of knowledge base the same kind of education and that's how a lot of companies prioritize are you from xyz college are you from this and that you get similar sort of well grounded logical rational opinions but there's no diversity and because there's no diversity you are always going to miss the miss the curveball miss the slower one miss the dusra right using all sports analogies and that that is something that we can specifically do besides you know a loose coupling and introducing slack into existing systems perhaps when we are designing systems we can actually look at a diversity of opinions and lastly you know what i would certainly say is that it's a culture thing so let's not punish mistakes or wrong calls that are made but let's make a uh, a culture that encourages small safe mistakes to be made every day because the moment we start encouraging that then we will learn much quicker and we will make much more robust systems well i hope you liked this specific episode with smarter with said many more to come from from where this came from and hey if you like podcasts like this you should just go down to ivm and listen to all the stuff that we've got for you man it's an amazing amazing array of hosts and wonderful guests across a lot of streams so do i do encourage you to check out other podcasts over there and until next time then get smarter smarter with said